Tonight, live from my spare bedroom studio, it's, well, it's this, this and that. That's what my podcast is called. Tonight, we're talking about some fun things. We're going to talk about the pyramids and why I think we're all really, really arrogant. We're going to talk about LaCroix, or LaCroix, this new soda drink that has literally just changed my life. And last but not least, we're going to talk about the curse of celebrity and how we do not know how to deal with it. My name's Greg. This is it. Let's let's get into it. Okay, up first, let's talk about this new soda drink. So I've seen this all over the internet with a lot of well, millennials and hipsters saying they love. I believe it's called La Croix. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Please let me know in the discussion or the call-ins. I'm going to call it LaCroix. Maybe it's LaCroix. Whatever it's called. I had the pear-peach combo tonight. This stuff is amazing. Now, if you're not a fan of soda water, then this is not for you. And I wasn't until I actually spent about six months in Europe where they always ask you if you want your water with gas, which means with with carbonated water with gas in it or without gas and there was a long time there where I actually couldn't stand soda water I thought it tasted terrible I would actually shake my bottle of water if I accidentally bought it which happened on more than one two or three occasions I would shake the bottle to get all the the carbonated water out of it or out of the gas out of it so that we'd have still water uh, but I've grown up for the, this incredible love for soda water since then because one it's it's not as sweet as pop and it's not beer. It's cheap. It's delicious. It's delicious. But this stuff, this LaCroix, it is a game changer. There's nothing in this water other than soda water. And what they're referring to as natural flavors, which, you know, makes me a little bit nervous. But that's it. And it tastes amazing. So now I have another drink option in my house outside of still water, soda water. I've got La Croix. And it even, it's even fun to say. La Croix. What can I get for you to drink tonight, sir? I'll get La Croix. Now, it makes you sound really pretentious, which is fine, but it can also make you sound really fun and interesting, and I'm hoping for that. Have you guys tried this stuff? If you have, let me know in the discussion what you think about it and what your favorite flavor is, because I'm I'm committed to this. I'm going full-on La Croix. I'm going to go buy some tomorrow and the day after, and probably the day after. Let's get one thing straight. We, as the human species are incredibly good at inventing incredible things, right? Like in the past 100 years, we've like sent people to space. We've invented the internet, the iPhone, soon-to-be autonomous cars. There's virtual reality. There's the microwave, right? Like We can do anything. But really, we, we can't really do anything. Because I hear stories about people looking at ancient human history, like the pyramids, and I literally just saw this on Facebook with a guy saying it probably was aliens that built the pyramids because it is so precise. And you have this incredibly, like, he called them like 70 ton blocks that need to be lifted hundreds of feet into the air in a precise manner. And there's just no way that we today can conceivably rebuild what they did. To which I say, stop being so arrogant. Why are we so arrogant? We think we have the internet. We think we know everything as a species, Right. But we can't figure out how they built Stonehenge, you know, 2,000 years ago or where, whenever it was built. And the pyramids were like, it had to have been aliens because we can't do it. Well, guess what? Guess what, people? I mean, speaking of myself here, we, we don't know everything, right? Like, we, we actually don't know everything. And in fact, 
I remember I heard a story once about in the Aztec temples, how they're built, and when the summer solstice hits one of the temples at, at a certain point, there's a, on the stairs, they've actually created it so that a, a shadow snake is built swirling down the stairs and the, the head comes out at the end. Right? And we're like, oh, how do they do this? Well, they, they watch and they observe and they learn these things. And guess what? They were better at it than we were. And that's okay to admit. Yeah, we have satellites and we have rocket ships and we've got you know GPS systems that they could never build. But they did it all by hand. They watched the sky and they learned these things. And it was a different skill set. And they would take us to task today do it, like, if they were to do it again. So to which I say, hey, everyone just relax. Everyone relax. We are good at stuff, but we are definitely not good at everything, right? We're definitely not good at everything. And what's coming to mind right now as a quick example is <laughs> 10 years ago, you'd have a group of kids that could list off their times tables without a calculator. And nowadays, you can't, right? And people are different. Like the different skill sets, we, we, we hone different skills. So let's all relax. If you see something about aliens having to create the pyramids, they're wrong. We don't need that. We don't need that. What we need is some humility to realize, hey, maybe maybe 2,000 years ago, people were better at things than we are today. Kind of a neat thought. Okay, can we get a little bit honest here on the show? And I know we can because it's my show and I'm going to do it anyway. I feel like we worship celebrities in our society. And this goes twofold. We worship them, but we also just are so insecure with ourselves. And I want to get into that. But first, celebrities. So... How many times have you heard the phrase picks or it didn't happen, right? Like you're around, you're traveling in a new city and say, hey, guess what? I saw Jimmy Fallon today. And people say, no, picks or it didn't happen. There's no way that you were around Jimmy Fallon unless you prove it to us. And so we meet Jimmy and we say, hey, Jimmy, give me a selfie. And Jimmy obliges and says, yes. And I take this and I put it on Facebook. And people say, wow, you were around Jimmy Fallon. Here's some likes and here's some comments and here's some praise. What an amazing opportunity like to me i'm like you're around jimmy fallon and all you care about is getting a selfie to put on facebook so that people will you know give you some sort of social credit like where how do we become this how do we become a society that was all about well i guess ourselves so myopic like this i would love to see us be around celebrities or be around famous people and be present with them Right, like if if Albert Einstein was, a, was still around today, I would hope that I would have a conversation with the guy if I met him, as opposed to saying, "Hey, Albert, I need a selfie so I can show my friends back home that I was actually around you." If I ever have the chance to become a celebrity, or if you ever have a chance to become a celebrity, I hope, I hope that you encourage people to take less selfies and spend more time being in the moment with you. And maybe this is a bigger discussion about how we get our value from likes and comments on social media or how when we travel the world or have these unique experiences, if it's not on social media and, and we have that verified and approved and praised by our friends and our family and even strangers, then it actually means less. Like a good example for me is if you go to a concert and how many people are on their phones recording everything at this concert because this means that they were there and they could put it on the internet later and that means something to them. Hey, I've done it. I've done it and there's a good chance, you know, if I don't have good, strong self-discipline, I'll do it again. But here's my challenge. The next time you're at a concert or you're meeting a celebrity or whatever it is, put the phone away and just be in that moment. So if you're meeting a celebrity, just talk to them. 
ask them questions, and say thanks for whatever sort of value that they've offered in your life. Or if you're at a concert, just watch the concert, right? You're there because you like the music. Listen to the music. And when you're done that, when you're finished that, at the end of the, of the moment, whatever it ends up being, ask yourself, was that better or worse than the gratification I would get by putting that on social media? I feel like it's supposed to be better than social media, but maybe, maybe social media has us too far gone. And that the posting is just it's just more important to us. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like is social media kind of running our lives like this with this weird identity of the social currency of of likes and reactions and comments? Because like I kind of feel uncomfortable with that. I really feel like as as valuable as that can be, I feel like we're missing something really special in being in the moment. I've been doing this for every day now for what feels like forever, and I still have not created a habit. Tonight, I was watching the moon set with my wife. Side note, I don't think I've ever used the word moon set before. And I was getting ready for bed, rushed my teeth, laid down. I was like, oh, my goodness, I haven't recorded my anchor yet. So still building this habit, but I, you know what? I'm having a lot of fun. The anchors are getting, I think, better, maybe a bit longer, maybe a bit shorter. Who knows? But I feel like the content is there, and we're building something together. So if you've got this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Feel free to call in, put a discussion in. Let's talk about this together. Like This is a journey that we're sharing, and I appreciate you being on the ride.